formal mission of U equals me is stated as a movement of conscientious objectors to intolerance, or simply stated a movement against intolerance. And the exploration of that statement really gets to what what are the similarities between people? What do we all have in common? Why are we really equal as humankind? And that's what we're going to explore. This podcast is about exploring conversational thoughts and interviews with extraordinary people living ordinary lives of well-being. Discussions on exactly what well-being means to people day to day, factors that can influence it both internally and externally. We glean insights on how to survive and thrive in feeling satisfied in life with a greater sense of purpose. Guest hosts bring fresh new outlooks and opinions from spirituality, science, worldviews, and standing up and speaking out for what's right. It's pretty interesting. Man needs each other and planet Earth to survive. Check it out. I think you'll like what you hear. Hello and welcome to our U Equals Me podcast. We thank you for the support you've given us from around the world. This podcast is about your voice, our voice, for standing up and speaking out for what's right. My name is Cindy Jarvis and I'm your host today. We invite you to a ceremony, Writing a Wrong, against five young black Americans seeking an education in a time with racial tensions at a fever pitch. Through the years, the University of Washington Athletic Department hasn't always done everything exactly the right way. But on this day of October 17, 2021, the UW Athletic Director Jennifer Cohen writes a wrong from 1969. She was raised on Husky football, and she's emotionally invested in everything purple and gold, and it's on her watch these five members are inducted to the Husky Hall of Fame on the day following the homecoming football game against UCLA, where the honorees are recognized. The players were dropped from the 1969 football team for challenging coach Jim Owens over racial practices. The players felt Owens had mistreated fullback Landy Harrell, an African-American player, by running him for an entire practice until he quit the team. Harrell's misstep was fumbling against Oregon. The other UW running backs were white, had fumbled in the same game, but weren't punished. When this disparity was called out, Owens sat in a chair in Husky Stadium before practice and required every player on the team to meet with him and provide a loyalty commitment. Greg Alex, Ralph Bayard, Harvey Blanks, Lamar Mills, who were African American, would give 100% loyalty oath to the team, but not to the coaching tactics and demands. They later heard on the radio that they were dropped from the team. Each of these Husky players was branded a rebellious troublemaker who wouldn't amount to much of anything, which couldn't have been farther from the truth. All but Blanks, who is considered more insubordinate for challenging his coach, eventually would return to the team. Despite the adversity they all faced, all five of those men went on to distinguish careers outside of football. Ralph Bayard, who earned a Ph.D. from the University of Washington, eventually returned as an assistant athletic director in the 1990s. 
He has spent much of his time since then working in the child welfare field. Greg Alex, who has run an addiction treatment facility, served 13 years as a team chaplain for the Husky football team and was key in supporting the UW players after the devastating injury to Curtis Williams in 2000. Lamar Mills earned a law degree and became an attorney in Seattle with the focus on serving the underprivileged. Harvey Blanks, who was injured at the time of his suspension, was never reinstated, earned a master's degree from Cornell and became a Broadway actor, director, and playwright. Carver Gayton earned his bachelor's, master's, and Ph.D. from the University of Washington. He was an FBI agent before joining Owen's staff, and he later became a Florida State University educator, a Boeing corporate manager of education relations, and the commissioner of the Washington State Department of Employment Security. Gayton has been an advocate for education reform and has served as a keynote speaker all over the world. The sacrifices made by these men to combat racial injustice each help turn the UW Athletic Department into a more enlightened and welcoming place for all races. My husband Bruce and I were honored to be invited to the ceremony. Bill Schwartz, a Washington football reporter, is the master of ceremonies. And after a minute or so of audio, there's music playing while the pictures of the five who dared is being displayed on the video monitors. And now, we would like to invite you to the ceremony. That was a powerful message in many ways about relationships in college and how it can pertain to what we're trying to achieve and be better in the world. I think in the past two years, athletes, young and old, really showed us they could use their voices to call attention to racial and social injustice and try and right some wrongs in America. And our next group of Hall of Fame inductees did just that in 1969. There were four players, plus the new coach, who took a courageous stand. They made very personal sacrifice, but kept their eye on the prize for the greater good of the football program at the University of Washington as a whole. All have gone on to distinguished careers, continuing to teach us, influence, and be positive forces to change. Ladies and gentlemen, the next group of inductees to the Hudson Hall of Fame, the five who did. Kids my age fighting and dying in Vietnam. 
the civil rights movement, and finally the four African-American students, athletes, that were suspended for not giving a law oath to Jim Moore. There are thousands and thousands of people marching down the streets of Seattle in anti-Vietnam protests. There were riots going on in Chicago and Detroit. There was a time of great unrest, the candles being shut down by demonstrations. So here we were out there, and about one last area of stability in the life was the team, and all of a sudden, it's disrupted. Even though the cars were stacked against those four gentlemen and Coach Gabe, they stood tall and remained true to themselves and held themselves in the highest of honor and integrity. And that was really bold for 1969 because of the racial tension that they received, the animosity that they had to deal with was overwhelming. But they stood steadfast, had these gentlemen had character? Yes, they did. Were they resilient? Yes, they were. Did they persevere? Absolutely. Let's look at 1969 and let's fast forward to 2021 and let's talk about what these gentlemen have done over the last 52 years to define what type of individuals that they are and what they have overcome. The lives that these men have left after the effect uh, of the event is really significant to me. They're wonderful, wonderful accomplishments and great people. I'm happy that the University of Washington is recognizing these four athletes and Coach Gabe for what they had to go through. It was a very difficult time. It was a very difficult experience for those guys. But they made it through. And they've all done tremendous things with their lives. So congratulations to Ralph and Lamar and Harvey and Gray and Coach Gabe for this uh, recognition and induction into the Husky Hall of Fame.
None of us thought that this would ever happen. What's even more amazing is the fact that God's grace, all five of us are still here to see it happen. Some of the things we experienced during this period of time 
receive the rest of our lives. It's not something that any of us expected, but it's also not something that any of us would have run from. Regardless. What drove our decisions? What was done to us? That's what we brought. The decision that we made to speak out was bigger than sports. Lamar knows. Our futures were uncertain. Little did I know that I had experienced during this time, as difficult as it may have been, with great preparation for what I would experience the rest of my life. Yours truly. And finally, the takeaway for all of us in this room tonight. Anytime that you have ever felt disrespected, disparaged, or dehumanized because of your race, because of your gender, because of your sexual orientation, or because of your religion. Not one problem of my self-worth depends on your acceptance of me. Not one problem of my self-worth depends on your acceptance of me. That's the I want to thank you so much for tonight. Congratulations to all of you guys. Thank you again for being part of the 2021 Hall of Fame class. Thank you. For the powerful message and fitting way to end this induction ceremony. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being here tonight to tell me like it is. Stay on stage with us. I would like to invite all of the Hall of Fame new inductees up here for a giant picture and all of your applause one more time. This gives me the chills every time I listen to it. Just to be clear, Carver Gaten was the fifth who dared as assistant coach, first black coach, and former UW letterman. Carver resigned in solidarity to his players. The UW mascot is an Alaskan Malamute, Malamute husky dog. The school colors are purple and gold. Purple evokes passionate pride and gold symbolizes excellence. The purple jackets are awarded to all the Husky Hall of Fame inductees. I'm not sure you can right or wrong. Maybe you can, but recognizing it is the first step we can take in telling the truth of our country and how we have mistreated our brothers and sisters of color. If we don't recognize our faults, we can't change them. Jen Cohen probably has no idea that this will be her legacy. She fully understands the meaning of the colors purple and gold. And something else I would like to mention, she is supported by the University of, University of Washington's President, Dr. 
Anna Kusei. This is what the divine feminine power looks like. This is the rebalance of feminine power. When the power of love is greater than the love of power, the world will know peace. From a place of love, a place of passionate pride and excellence, is where we can start to acknowledge our wrongdoing, recognize our need to make right and move forward with the knowledge and the ancient teachings of our origin. You equals me. I want to leave you with Ralph's closing words. Anytime you have ever felt disrespected, disparaged, or dehumanized because of your race, because of your gender, because of your sexual orientation, or because of your religion, not one drop of my self-worth depends on your acceptance of me. Not one drop of my self-worth depends on your acceptance of me. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please send me your thoughts. I'd love to read your comments on a podcast. You can reach me at cindy at uequalsme.org and I will leave the information in the show notes. If you would like to support You Equals Me Foundation, uh, you can purchase our logo wear at uequalsme.org or uequalsme Etsy store, all one word in your Google search. This will also be in the show notes. You can join our One Worlders group for a complimentary copy of our ebook, Wisdom Along the Way. When the power of love is greater than the love of power, the world will.